Lent is spring training for the church. The word Lent actually comes from an old English uh, word meaning spring. It was the time of penance and rejuvenation for the church that would happen in the springtime, of course, leading up to Easter. I'd like to talk this morning or share this morning a, a connection, maybe a little bit lighthearted, maybe a little bit silly, between two kinds of spring training. Of course, the first being uh, my first baseball homily for the season. And currently, the Orioles are in the middle of their spring training down in Florida. And I'd like to connect our transfiguration gospel today with three words that can help us understand what we're doing in this period of spring training um, in the church. The first is revelation. Transfiguration is about revelation. When the Orioles go not to a mountain, but down to sunny Sarasota, Florida, they go there to reflect upon their own mission and identity, asking for, in a sense, revelation about just who they are. They're asking important questions about where they came from and where they're going. They might have in mind the legacy of their team. In our gospel today, we hear these great figures from the Old Testament representing the law and the prophets accompanying Jesus in the persons of Moses and Elijah. Maybe the Orioles are remembering the great days of past, their legacy of Brooks Robinson or Eddie Murray, all the greats who are part of their legacy, but taking that to inspire them for a vision of the future, a vision of who they are and where they're going. What does it look like to be a successful, a victorious ball club? As they spend some time in Revelation, reflecting on who they are and their mission, they also take their time of spring training as one of revival. After Revelation, they take a time of revival. Spring training is a time for rejuvenation, for rest, but also practice. It's not a time of vacation, but it is a time of rejuvenation, a time of revival. They get back into the spirit of working hard, working out, eating right, taking, uh, the, taking stock of the kind of training they need for the year ahead. And so spring training is a time of revival for them. Last but not least, they know as much as they may enjoy this time of revival and rest and rejuvenation, they must return. They have to hit the road again for the year ahead. And so, for a ball club, it begins with a kind of revelation of their identity and their mission, a time of revival and rejuvenation, but it comes back to return, returning back to the year ahead, full of all of its challenges and its expectations, and hopefully its glory. Transfiguration moves us through these stages of discipleship, Lent itself is a kind of spring training for the church and for her disciples. And we receive this pattern at the Mount, uh, Mount Tabor, as uh, tradition assigns uh, the site of the transfiguration. But Jesus leads 
these three apostles up to a place of training. It begins with a revelation of who Jesus is and who he's calling his disciples to be. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Jesus, accompanied by uh, Moses and Elijah, is giving the disciples a vision of who they're called to be. They have a vision of where they're going. Jesus uh, connects the past of Israel with the future of the church. God is giving his people a vision and a revelation of their mission in life. The transfiguration is also a time of revival and rest and rejuvenation for uh, the apostles here. Peter thinks that it would be a good thing to stay here. But just like the Orioles know that as much as they love sunny Florida down there, they also must return after a period of revival. They haven't yet gotten to the cross. They're still on the road, uh, the road to Jerusalem. They're still walking the way of the cross. And so Jesus, after allowing his disciples a time of revival, calls them back to the road because they have not arrived at the fullness of glory yet. We might look at our own lives where we're still in need of transfiguration. Lent, being our spring training, can also be a time for revelation, revival, and ultimately return back to the road in which we're on. Lent is a kind of spring training for the church. It's a time to, stay, to take stock of our identity as disciples. We might reflect during this time on our baptismal identity. When we were baptized, priest, prophet, king, when at our baptism, we became reborn and adopted sons and daughters of God and took on the mantle, uh, the mission of the church. Lent is also a time of revival for us. The church offers us these traditional practices, uh, penances of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Penance is not a time for punishment, but a time of revival, a time of purification for us. Just as a team would get ready, get into uh, playing shape again, maybe after a long off-season, Lent is a time for us to get back into uh, discipleship shape. Disciple shape. How about that? I coined that word. Disciple shape. But we also look forward to the return. We know that Lent is only given to us for a period, 40 days. Our experience of discipleship is not one of perpetual Lent. It's not one of perpetual training. We're training for a mission and for a purpose. And so, just as Jesus led his disciples back down from the mountain and back onto the road to Jerusalem, the way of the cross, so during this time of Lent, the Lord is preparing us for the life ahead, the road that we're going to walk. It's a way of the cross, but a way that leads to the victory and the glory, the ultimate defeat of death that Jesus promises us at the resurrection. And so, as we continue our spring training for the church during the season of Lent, with Jesus, uh, we're called to rise and be not afraid.